welcome to another episode of Sports and Discourse with your host, Derek Stevenson. And on today's episode, I want to talk about this whole situation with Aaron Bradshaw and DJ Wagner. For those of you who may not be aware, Aaron Bradshaw, there's reports being made that he's not interested in playing college ball with his current high school and AAU teammate, DJ Wagner. And the reports are saying Aaron is interested in finding a school that is recruiting him for his own individual talents. He is saying he has no interest in being a package deal with DJ. And I just wanted to kind of do a little bit of a dive into that, right? And I'll start by saying me being the Kentucky fan that I am, one of the things that Coach Calipari has really, really preached since he's been at Kentucky is playing for your teammates, right? Somehow, he's been able to compile a great deal of talent at Kentucky, although it's mostly young talent, but he's been able to take young high school young high school stars put several on one team together and figure out a way to get them to buy into playing for each other's benefit to stop thinking about themselves so much which I know probably is very difficult to do because you know a lot of these kids a lot of these high school all-americans have probably been the best player on their team since they was like middle school right you know in most cases you don't really have a a situation like Aaron Bradshaw and DJ Wagner where they play high school ball together and AAU ball together and I wonder you know if maybe Bradshaw is feeling like he doesn't really get to display all of his talents Because technically DJ Wagner is ranked number one in the class and he does tend to usually get the majority of the hype. A lot of people are kind of starting to lean towards Gigi Jackson being considered the best player in the class. But overall, still probably the consensus is that DJ is the number one player in the class. So he always getting the attention and maybe... Aaron may have become frustrated with it. You know, originally it was thought that DJ was going to attend Louisville and Bradshaw kind of, you know, he was supposed to make his decision. And a lot of people thought he was coming to Kentucky. And then all of a sudden the steam picked up with DJ and now Aaron seems to kind of have fallen back a little bit. He wants to take a little more time and process things. And a lot of people are just saying that, you know, at the end of the day, he just doesn't want to be connected to DJ past high school and AAU basketball. And like I was saying, Calipari somehow has been able to get these kids to buy into playing together and playing for your teammates. He's even... You know, he's even gotten guys that really, you know, sacrifice their game like in a major way. And 
not really putting up too much impressive numbers at Kentucky, but still being, you know, first round draft picks, lottery picks. You know, Coach Cal has had a couple of number one picks at Kentucky. I think uh, he may have had three now, right? Wall, Davis, and Towns. So Calipari has been able to even prove that you don't have to put up monster numbers at Kentucky and you can still be the number one pick in the draft. And that's the part of me that that hopes that Bradshaw looks at it that way and says, you know, maybe I go to Kentucky, probably not going to be featured heavily in the offense. I'll probably get limited opportunities. I think um, Anthony Davis, if I remember correctly, he, out of the starting lineup, he might have averaged the least amount of shot attempts per game and still was the number one pick because he still learned to be super effective without the ball. You know, he was he was a game changer on defense. Then when he had the ball, he might have been limited with his shot attempts, but he was highly efficient with his shot attempts. He uh, mostly just caught alley-oops and scored around the basket. He shot a few jumpers, but he really didn't take too many low-percentage shots. He was super efficient. He won all the awards you could want. Uh, He might have actually won every award that he was eligible for. I think he averaged like five blocks a game. And, you know, he led Kentucky to a national championship. And maybe it might not even be fair to say he led Kentucky because it kind of pretty much was a collective effort. He just happened to be the most dominant player on the team, but it was almost like everybody had a little piece that they did exceptionally well. You know, even some of the guys that come off the bench, everybody did their part really well, and everybody got to shine. And a lot of players on that team got some opportunity to, you know, try to play in the NBA. It didn't actually work out but realistically for one of them, Anthony Davis, uh, you know, he had his career. Michael Kidd Gilchrist is kind of a weird situation. He um, he actually, he played a decent amount of years in the NBA. He made a good amount of money, but for him to be considered a number two pick, you know, a lot of people going to look at him and say he's a bust, but still he got a good opportunity. Teague had a decent opportunity. He actually played in the playoffs uh, It just didn't work out for him and uh, so on. I think Darius Miller ended up giving up basketball pretty uh, quickly. I think he got married and had some children and he let it go. Um, So, you know, it really didn't work out great for all of them. I think Terrence Jones and Lamb plays like some semi-pro ball and they might have played some ball overseas. But ultimately, I hope that Bradshaw decides to come to Kentucky. Um, I hope that, uh, you know, somebody is in his ear telling him like, it would actually be less pressure on you to come to Kentucky. You would have a greater opportunity to get drafted. You're going to be at a high profile school. You're going to get, you know, a lot of, uh, television time. And if you don't have great numbers, you're probably going to get the benefit of the doubt because it just seems like a lot of Kentucky's players do get the benefit of the doubt because the scouts and the general managers seem to, you know, they just accept that, you know, these kids are playing with 
three or four other high profile athletes. So their numbers are not going to be really high. Like even if you look at Ty Ty Washington last year, you know, he started off the year, he was averaging 14 points a game, but you know, he had some injuries. He kind of fell off a little bit. I think he may have ended up only averaging 12 points a game and he still got drafted in the first round, you know? So at the end of the day, you don't have to put up amazing numbers at Kentucky and you still want to get an opportunity. You know, it could it could backfire on you because, you know, you could have a situation like maybe a Monty Bates where you go to the school and they give you the ball, you featured heavily in the offense, and you might not actually be polished enough to handle all that weight in high school. I mean, when we're looking at Aaron Bradshaw, he's not a very, like, physically developed guy yet. He's tall. He's not super skinny but for his size he's definitely gonna probably need to pick up a lot more weight especially when he goes to the NBA because I'm pretty sure he's going to become a professional basketball player just depends on if it's next year or the year after that um but right now with his physical um deficiencies coming to UK playing with a lot of other younger guys it will probably not stick out as much. But if you decide to go to another school and you might be the only person there, you know, things might, you know, your weaknesses and your failures may stick out a lot more. So it's always something to be careful. Like you don't really know if you're making the right decision or not. Now, like I said before, I respect the kid for being his own man. You know, at the end of the day, if he feels like maybe his light didn't get to shine as bright as he wanted because he's playing with DJ Wagner, I completely understand if he decides to go somewhere else where he's heavily featured. If he finds a school and a program and a coaching staff that decides to devote everything to developing him and featuring him, I can't really knock him for that. I just hope that he's ready if he does, you know, because sometimes, like I said, it just don't work out that way. Like, you know, you look at some of these kids and they go to some of these lesser schools. I think it could end up being the same way with Gigi Jackson. Like, I think if he would have waited till next year, played with North Carolina, I think he would have looked great on a team with way more talent. In South Carolina, I'm assuming that he's going to South Carolina, right? So right now I'm speaking as if he's going to South Carolina. But he would have played on the team with way more talent. His numbers wouldn't have had to be as good. The pressure wouldn't have all been on him. And he probably would flourish and get drafted. Now you go to South Carolina and play this year. You know, things could go either way. Like you could get the ball, be heavily featured. You could end up like Anthony Edwards. You might have a great season, get drafted number one, whatever the case may be. But you could also have a bad season, right? Because even when I watch Gigi, he's not really completely physically developed. He's not really, you know, he's not that dominant force. Sometimes he gets lost in the sauce when he's out there you know, I'm watching him in the Peach Jam, and I'm like, uh, you know, he's having some moments of weakness. 
and that's kind of the way I feel about a lot of these kids in this class. There, there hasn't really been one kid that just jumped out that just seems dominant every time he touches the floor. And I'm talking about DJ, Rob, Bradshaw, Gigi, like all the ones, Bronny, like all the guys that I've been paying attention to, Justin Edwards, they all seem like super talented kids, but they just all are not physically developed and they're not polished enough to the point where I feel like they could lead a college team, you know, individually by themselves. I feel like they need to lean on each other, like collectively come together and be a a group of solid players and then transition to the NBA. I just don't see right now any of them being able to make a huge impact on their own. And that's what I hope that uh, Bradshaw eventually comes to the decision that he's going to go to UK no matter if DJ comes or not. Like I would love to see both of them play together. It seems like they have a fine, a cool relationship. I don't think it's necessarily that they don't get along or anything like that. I think it's just that Bradshaw probably just wants to be heavily featured. And you know, when I watch, uh, when I watch him play in the EYBL and Peach Jam, um, I can't necessarily blame him because, to be completely honest with you, they don't really feed him the rock. When you watch the games, a lot of the AAU ball, they don't really necessarily run sets and plays to get the center the basketball. It's almost kind of like the way they play the game is the guards do all the shooting and scoring, and the centers are just there to try to rebound and block some shots. And if you happen to rebound the basketball, then you know you welcome to go up and try to score if you get an offensive rebound. But it just really seems like the only time they ever really seem to get uh, Bradshaw involved is if for some reason he floats out and he's standing wide open on the three, you know, and they swing it to him on the wing. He might uh, take a couple of jump shots, a couple of deep jump shots. And he actually looks like he could potentially become a pretty decent stretch center. Um, I hope he keeps working on his jump shot because I, I think he could actually be good at that. But overall, it just seems like they don't really get the centers involved. It's no, coming down and you know surveying the floor letting the center get position and you know feeding the post you really just don't see that a lot in AAU ball and I don't know if it's the same way when he plays in high school or not but I can sort of see where he may be frustrated and he might want to get away from that and maybe um other coaches that are recruiting him are telling him like we have um you know we have some 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 future goals, some, you know, desires to get you involved, to feature you heavily in this offense. And that could probably be really enticing to him. Um, like I said, I can't blame him for wanting to be his own man. I, I couldn't be mad at him at all. Um, but hopefully, uh, you know, I would like to still see him come to Kentucky, man. But either way it goes, I think Kentucky's going to be okay, and I would love to have DJ and Bradshaw together or one or the other. Either one will be fine with me. Um, but, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see how things are starting to unfold. Uh, I think uh, Justin Edwards may be making his uh, decision pretty soon in the next few days, so we'll see 
how his decision how his decision may play on things and you know how it may affect other decisions but um you know you guys let me know what you think do you think that um Bradshaw and DJ should split or do you like the idea of them playing together just let me know and we'll get back at it next time sports and discourse with Derek Stevenson <laughs>